wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad. Bit games. If you like what you hear, please hit us with a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us out. And if you really, really like us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash badbit and support us there. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching the uh, video version out there, uh, my beard's coming back. Yeah. I feel somewhat normal. Yeah, um, I'm jo- I know Joe's happy because he hated the mustache only look. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad, and I, I I'm not gonna be the friend that goes, oh yeah, no, you're rocking it, you know. Whatever. Oh I'm, no, I got you. I'm I the friend you. that gives you the hard truth, what you need. And to me, yeah, the the only reason I did it because like I'm not leaving the house all that much, and then what I do, I'm wearing a mask. I get it. Now but I know I can't pull it off you, fully. It, <laughs> fair, fair. It's just it's better than. You know, in high school and college, I had mm-hmm. the reverse where I had like that little soul patch oh. goatee thing only. Oh, no, God. the side things, right? Oh, it was bad. God. It was bad. <laughs> I used to have major sideburns because I liked Wolverine mm. a lot and he had like Sweet. the mutton chops. That's what I tried to pull off in high school. All the way down? O- almost. Okay. Yeah, my history teacher used to call me like, I think it was like sideburns or something like that. Oh, like starburns on community <laughs> almost like almost? starburns, but not with stars. <laughs> But okay. yeah. Anyway, hey, gang, this is a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. And today we're talking about who's really responsible for all the Last of Us Part 2 leaks. And we're going to talk about Summer Game Fest. We're going to be talking about all the types of EA news that's been dropping on us today. And even, even talking about customizing your genitals in Cyberpunk 2077. We're truly Whoa. in a, a dystopian like future if this is the news that we got. This week, Kyle. We're, we're in a weird timeline. Yeah. For sure. 2020 is like, I get another community reference. We mm-hmm. rolled a six. We're in a dark <laughs> timeline or something. It's weird. Dude, it really is. And with that, before we start the show, two major bits of news. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, comments are disabled because the last of us spoilers are out there. I have already been spoiled. Kyle, would you like to know how I spoiled this game for myself? Uh, yes, and I just want to shout out to you for uh, being my protector in these yes. spoiler-filled times. <laughs> Definitely has. <laughs> Real talk. So, again, we, we've uh, disabled comments on YouTube. Also, Kyle has not seen the uh, story trailer for The Last of Us Part Two yet. So we're going that to was be... launched today. That was launched it today was as of recording. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be watching it along with Kyle. And if you're on the YouTube version, because Naughty Dog is striking everything, we can't actually have the Last of Us footage in there. So you're going to just look at us looking blank at a screen. It's going to be weird. But hey, I hope you dig it, because mm-hmm. this is the times we're in. So with that, Kyle, listen, how are you doing, buddy? Because I've gotten this game spoiled for me. Yeah, you did. And it's, we were talking about it beforehand, how... You weren't, you're not even mad. You're just kind of like, it's like Ron Burgundy and Anchorman. I was telling you, like (laughs) you ate the whole wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm impressed (laughs) because so I spoiled this game on accident, um, three times last week. I, I told everybody that I tried to block the person that was leaking all the stuff and I ended up knowing what one thing happened. Uh, and then last night as I'm about to go to sleep, uh, I get a notification and it, I get I got followed by like five different people at once. 
I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. Okay, let me see what's what's up with this. Someone went out, made five different email addresses, and then made five different Twitter accounts, all with different imagery. So, like, this person went out Google Images and at least took a second of their time to pick the best one. And then their title, their name, is actually all the spoilers in The Last of Us. So, I know what happens already. That's just... <sighs> and I have the opportunity to, to... I was at the fork in the road. Do I get upset and let this person win? Or do I just take a second to realize this person wasted 30 minutes of their time creating an email, creating five different accounts, just it's to so make sad. me mad? <laughs> it's so sad. What a sad existence that person lives in. Oh, absolutely. So, again, just extra, like, word to the wise. Uh, don't look at any of the comments. Please mute all the words. Mute even everything. Yeah. I, I think what I did on Twitter and the reason why I haven't seen, like, some people that I that I don't follow or follow me like some of my stuff is I muted everything. Muted yeah. follows from people you don't know, notific- like um, uh, notifications from everything. Mm-hmm. Just mute it all if you're that into this game and don't want anything spoiled. Yeah. Yep. And again, with that said, we're going to be watching along with Kyle as this is his first look at the trailer. Uh, this will be my like 107th time. Really? I'm still... Dude, I've... Cool. It's, to quote Parks and Rec, I've been staring at this trailer for five hours. <laughs> Again, like, and that's the thing for me with like spoilers. You're never gonna get under my skin because like, it's not about the the destination. It's about the journey. So like, for me, it's about these performances that I know are going to be fucking epic. That's why I'm I'm here right now, right? So mm-hmm. for me, again, I'm I. In, in a weird, sad existence, I'm impressed that this guy <laughs> or gal or whoever just went out of their way to try to ruin my day. Also, don't search anything, okay? Mm. Last of Us comes out, what is it, June 19th? Bam, remember that in your head. You're going to buy this game. Don't search anything because while I was searching for the game for Kyle on YouTube, I literally typed Last of Us and the auto search happened and it was all the spoilers. So <laughs> really, really for the love of God. Don't go out there and... and quarantine and inside your quarantine. Please. Do a second quarantine for yeah. yourself. <laughs> it's not that hard. We've been doing it for like, what is it, eight years now? I mean, it's not, it's not that difficult. Yeah. My daughter is, is eight now. Oh, my God. How's she's, she doing? Yeah. How's, God, it, she was born just yesterday, remember? How's what, what, what would be your daughter's name? Delilah. Yeah, Delilah. Oh, Delilah. Oh, my Delilah. gosh. Yeah. I can't believe you and Margot Robbie really hit it off in those eight years. Listen, when I met her in my upstairs bathroom, and like we just hit it off, and <laughs> took her to a date in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was great. And great Margot times. Robbie was just like, "Oh my god, look at this living room. Look at these." Right? Oh my god. Well, you still live with your parents, man. I am so in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got some prospects. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Anyway, with that, enough enough spoiler. Well, how I got spoiled. Uh, Kyle, what have you been playing, man? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Wow. I totally forgot that was the thing we, we do on the show. Yeah. Um, eight minutes I in. Fi- eight minutes in. Let's do it. Um, I finally decided to start Persona 5 Royal. How are you digging um, it? So here's the thing. Uh-oh. And I think it's because... It, it, <laughs> Seamus is worried. Seamus, do not worry. Okay. I don't mean in a bad way. It's... Because the the beginning of that game is still sort of fresh in my mind, mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm going through the motions up until the point where you get to the first palace when you're actually like battling and going through the dungeon and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so the early stuff, uh, it's it wasn't super um, engaging 
to mm. me just because like I've done this fairly recently until some of the new stuff popped up with the new student and um how early moment, on does she does does she pop in very early on oh really very okay. early on yeah um but then the moment you get into going to to steal um the first palace is the heart of the guy in the first palace mm-hmm. like I'm all in I I, I remember why That's I loved it. it the first time and uh it, the time flies like I'm 11 hours in already and like oh. I did not think I played that much of it so I'm excited to keep going with that until the next big game that I'm waiting for is man eater in a couple of weeks okay okay um, I have that being sent to my house so I'm excited for that but up until then I want to hit persona I want to hit Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm. I want to hit PS Now because I got PS Now for a year. I want to check out some stuff on there. Let me tell you something about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ever since I saw the Valhalla trailer, uh, yeah, looks fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. I've had the itch to go back and try out Odyssey because what happened with Odyssey? I stopped midway through because Red Dead Redemption came out, and I like traded it in for something. I don't know. GameStop gave me a nickel. I was like, cool. I'd rather a dime, but. Um, now that Valhalla's come out, I got the itch to go back in. Though I do have Persona 5 Royal and Neo 2 waiting on the side. So I've mm. been hunting mm-hmm. for a price. Right now you could get it on Xbox. And I'm assuming it's because of the, the, the inside Xbox that's happening uh, as of tomorrow, as of sure. recording. Uh, for 20 bucks for the for the gold that comes with AC3. And I was like, oh man, I want trophies now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like this this like... Every hour upon the hour, I'm looking up Assassin's Creed Odyssey and just like, okay, come on, drop in price. Come on, drop. I'm, I'm, I'm hunting I'm a Warrior 64. I'm just stalking his, his Twitter. I'm absolutely positive. I will say 85 to 90% positive. When we see gameplay of Valhalla tomorrow during the Inside Xbox thing, I think all Assassin's Creed games will go on sale after Be that fucking one. better, dude. I really want this game. <laughs> also, like... How exciting we're going to see next-gen gameplay tomorrow. Right. And it's all, like, third-party stuff, yeah. which will come to PlayStation. So I'm whew, very excited. Okay, real talk. Since it's all third-party, uh, lightning round. What do you think we're going to see? What do you want to see? We will see gameplay of the new LEGO Star Wars. I fully 100% oh, believe fucking in that LEGO one. Star Wars out of nowhere. They remade the whole thing. Okay. It's it's not just all the games put together. They remade the engine and everything. But for, like, a, uh, like a next-gen it's every Lego Star Wars game put together, including the new movies. Every Star Wars movie. But I'm, okay, but like you're okay. All these Xbox fans are flipping out about fucking oh, terrifying. I, I I don't <laughs> care about about them. I I want to see I want to see what the new Lego engine looks like. That's what I want to see. Right, um, uh, Valhalla gameplay for sure. Okay. Um, Loki. Not even Loki. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see Batman tomorrow. Yeah. I really do. I want to see Batman tomorrow. Because, like, to me, like, it just makes sense that DC has a presence on that show floor mm-hmm. because we already have Avengers and Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't just corner the market on superheroes. So no. I think, yeah. I, I, but do you think that this Batman game will be an Arkham game? Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Ooh. Um, no. No. I don't think Arkham will be in the title. So it's I not think it'll be, be Batman Court of Owls. It's going to be a new voice actor for Batman and everything? Oh. Oh no! Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I'll say yes for that one. I'm gonna say that there's a nemesis system in there. Yes, there better be. And <laughs> if a criminal beats you, like and like he'll get like a jacket, you know what I mean? And then like mm. like he's like, look at me, I beat the Batman. 
the Joker gave me a blazer. What would be what would be so cool is he mm-hmm. is, gets out of prison and he still has a black eye or something, or or like you can see the damage that Batman has done to this guy. Yes, or like my my other thing is like he then becomes his own like type of like superhero, super villain, or super yes. villain thing. Yeah, yes, that would be so mm-hmm. awesome. He's <laughs> like I'm the one armed hook man. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> it doesn't fit for SEO purposes, but I'm here. My name crime. is Brittle Man. My bones have been broken so many times. <laughs> you know the best about this little segment right here, Kyle? Yeah. By the time this podcast is out, <laughs> we'll know it that the matter. Brittle Man is not <laughs> even a thing. <laughs> so let's talk about, let's square up the news. But before we yeah. square up the news, big shout out to our patrons over at patreon.com slash bad bit for the month of may i want to shout out our gold executive producer robbie bobby miller himself our silver plus members ray martinez and jb the purple monkey himself thank you all so very much again patreon starts back up uh in the first of june and also just a little side note as well we understand that there's crazy times and now the latest and greatest thing that everybody's kind of searching for our face masks uh, link down below. We are selling our own trophy room slash bad bit inspired face masks over on Redbubble, uh, and all of that money, all that profit will be going to save the children. So, you know, help protect yourself, help support the show and also help kids in need. And what better, what better is that Kyle? I challenge nothing. you. Nothing. 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 Now. All right, let's go uh, on square the news. First piece of news comes from Steven Totillo from Kotaku. Mm -hmm. Hackers are likely responsible for The Last of Us Part 2 leak. The details of the apparent hack were first shared on Twitter late Saturday night by a person going by the name Pixelbutts, who later elaborated over direct message about how the exploit was discovered. He declined to share his real name. And this is in the article, but like, if your name is Pixelbutts, why use your real name? Honestly, like, just use your real name because that's way less <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> uh, he described the sequence of events that started in January. That's when he says a hacker group discovered a method for accessing the Amazon servers for Naughty Dog games using what was essentially password information included in the code for the studio's games, including 2011's Uncharted 3 and 2013's The Last of Us. Those games access the servers for multiplayer functionality, but apparently could also be used to fetch files stored there. Hmm. Quote, the UC3 key got them UC3 development material, and UC2's key did the same, but there was some The Last of Us 1 content mixed into UC3's server, Pixelbutt said. (laughs) It wasn't too much of a stretch to think The Last of Us 1 server would have The Last of Us 2 material, end quote. Mm. By March, he said the group grabbed the least, at least one terabyte of data from the part of the server associated with The Last of Us. Okay. End, end of story right there. So now we understand how these hackers got it. Um, Thanks, Pixelbutts. Thank you, Pixelbutts. Uh, also, Sony has identified Does who he did fart it. in Chiptune, by the way? Do you think he farts in <laughs> Chiptune? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking like he's farting in like 8 or like 16-bit. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> You know, but I'm also thinking to myself, even before we get into the seriousness, let's have a little fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm thinking of Watergate and I'm thinking of Deep Throat and that guy, when he was just like, I'm going to name myself Deep Throat, never thought, I'm assuming it's the seventies that like, that would be a derogatory term to my son. But Pixel Butts, you know what you're walking in here. And so your name, you chose it in a time of the internet. 
You could have been like, I don't know, Legion, you know, 420 XX no scope. He's but. the he's the villain of the Pixels movie sequel we never got. <laughs> he, that's why he is so angry that Adam he's Sandler's so critically acclaimed Pixels movie <laughs> did it that bombed in the box office. He wants it. He needs demands it. He's like, oh, what was that man. Adam Sandler movie that just came out? It was really good. Uncut Gems. Yeah, he's like, forget about Uncut Gems too. Give me Pixels too right now. That's my stand. All right, I put my butt on the line for Pixels. Anyway. With that, we understand now, right, who did this. Uh, we don't really understand their intent, but we also do understand that Sony knows uh, who did it. And and I'm assuming at this point they've caught the people involved in this hack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a question, though, for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This one was from Donnie Reese over at PSVG. He wrote in writing this. I loved the talk regarding Naughty Dog's culture, employee behavior, and all the news wrapping up into the leak. But now that we've discovered it was an employee at all, I wonder how slash if you feel different at all. Kyle, last week it was an employee. Now it's not? Does this change your tune about the culture at Naughty Dog? Or or what are your thoughts now? Hmm. Um, I still think something needs to be changed there. Mm-hmm. I, I think we both agree on that point. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to learning that it wasn't an employee that leaks this, my thoughts on that individual are still the same. You are a sad individual. Why would you do this? Like you, you are, you're going out of your way to take hope, uh, like, yeah, hope, fun, happiness away from, from people that have been waiting for this for such a long time. In a time where we kind of need Out of the anger most. or just boredom. Like, yeah. I don't I don't get it. I just don't understand where your head's at. Or the ability of just being able to do it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. It, yeah, to me, it changes it in the fact of there is a sense of relief. Again, look, I got the whole story spoiled for me. I, I'm unfazed by that. I was more hurt that... It would be an employee knowing how much work they and their colleagues have put into it and them just spoiling it. Just that that was like a special that was like a rigid dagger in the back. Right. Yeah. Knowing that it's just some douchebag in 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 a basement of some dank ass hotel mm-hmm. doing this, thinking that they're they're top of the world. Fine. Yeah. It's whatever. We got those nihilists everywhere. You look on Twitter. They're everywhere. They're miserable people that just want to be miserable. And it sucks. Also, this is on Sony because uh, I know um, Microsoft, actually, they're just like, hey, if you find a flaw in our architecture, let us know. We'll literally give you like, I think it was like 100000 bucks. You just come in here. You, I don't know. It's a large sum of money. It's like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Uh, if you find this this flaw in our system and, and we'll pay you in kind and we'll patch it. And, you know, that that is a much healthier way where Sony, I think like you and I'm not even fucking around when I say this. If you find like a security flaw, they'll give you like a T-shirt. <laughs> so, jeez, oh, really? Yeah. So like it's it's a pathetic amount. So it's it's. This one also kind of falls on Naughty Dog. You should, or not so sorry. Uh, the parent company, Sony. It's like protect your stuff better and also maybe yeah. have some type of system in place that maybe, just maybe, it may lear people away from doing the shady and shitty thing that is leaking an entire game for everybody. Because right now yeah. it's just the internet's kind of a shitstorm and it's ruining a lot of people's days. And that sucks. Yeah. Not a lot of people think like me or give a shit like, like <laughs> or not give a shit like me. And it, it just, it kind of sucks where the narrative of this game is now because you thought it'd be a, a great idea. I don't know. It's, it's also wild to me that a company, a 
a uh, a whole industry mm-hmm. where secrecy is at, at the utmost importance when you're making a game. Have it tied into a previous game? Yeah, like where it's kind of easily accessible that way. To like, me, it's, it's, it's it, weird. It's it, to go even further. It's it just goes to show how little we as you know, just anybody who's anybody really knows the the ins and outs of development. Of like, yeah, how was this? Th- was this like found in you know the files within files of previous games? And yeah, you know, we talk about like Amazon servers again. We often have these like camps of like my flag is here. This is my company, and you assume Sony has their own servers. No, it's like they're leasing it from Amazon, right? Like you assume Microsoft has their Azure servers. Like there's a little things that we just assume that aren't really the case and that's why when i read this it was actually more interesting of like oh wow the industry is a way more gray area than we than we think it is you know mm-hmm. yeah but uh with that famous Seamus writes in and he has a question for us now that the source of the naughty dog leak has found out not to be a, a, a developer angry but hackers do you think the leaks will still have an impact on sales and reception for the last of us part two what do you think about that one kyle um, I don't think anything is going to stop it sales wise. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, reception. I think people just want to play this game no matter what at sure. this point. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't think it'll have a huge impact personally on on both making money for Naughty Dog as well as I think when it comes to critical reception and fan reception. I definitely think it's going to have an impact. I don't okay. know. And the reason I, I, it, it's a multiple like layered thing. One, uh, you've changed this release date multiple times. So that's already confusing. Uh, my one friend, actually, I was talking to them. They thought it was September. This game was coming out. So they, they oh, wow. yeah, no clue. Uh, n- knowing that now you have just a month and a half to promote this game. I know it's huge. I know it's going to have a Netflix series, all that jazz. Um, but then also at the same exact time, having it to where like, Again, you type in Last of Us Part 2 and you're going to get the spoilers for this game. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt big time. So for me, I do think it's going to hurt sales um, and reception as well. A lot of people are reading things and jumping to conclusions. Again, like we we have plot points, but we don't know how those points evolve. And so people have already jumped to conclusions that the story sucks. That sucks to hear, but... Mm-hmm. It is what it is. So, yeah, no, I think no doubt. And that is why this game is coming out in June 19th instead of what their probably original plan was. So, for me, I think it will have an impact on sales. But I think the bigger thing is once we see the reviews of this game, um, that's going to be the biggest uh, motivator for sales. And I think at the end, at, by that time, I think Sony will hopefully have... Um, have kind of a, a, a control uh, on the leaks. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely do think. And, I, and it is sad because, I, I, you know, this is supposed to be their juggernaut. And I think it is going to be hurt by not just even the leaks, but still the situation we're in right now oh, economically yeah, sure. and just distribution-wise. Mm-hmm. What's that going to look like? We saw, you know, uh, Final Fantasy VII, right, come out o- almost kind of sort of solely digitally you know they wanted bigger sales than than what they had. So, yeah, this is definitely going to affect them. But I also think that games like Last of Us have tales that will last literally years. And I think also at the end of the day, when it comes to spoilers, you know, 
I, I, I'm of two minds of saying it hurts maybe at launch, but then you also got to get word of mouth in. You know, there are some times where you're talking to someone and you reveal like a portion of a story to a book or a game or a movie. And then they're like, oh, that's that's what happens. Oh, it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, like I'm in and they go out and they, and they buy it for like 20 bucks when it's, when it's that price. Right. Or, mm-hmm. or full 60. So for me, it definitely has an impact, but we're going to have to see how much of an impact come release with that. Kyle, listen, enough news that bums us out. I'm already done with it. Okay. Yeah. All aboard. <laughs> all right. Good. With that, all aboard. let's get into the next bit of news, sir. Yeah. The reason why I say all aboard, all aboard the hype train. Let's go. Yeah, choo-choo, guys. This next news is insane. Uh, First of all, I apologize, Megan, if I get your last name wrong. Megan Farokmanesh from The Verge. Summer Game Fest, a new digital celebration, promises months of gaming news and events. Summer Game Fest, a new industry-wide celebration of video games that will span from May through August, was announced today. It will bring breaking news, in-game events, and free playable content from companies across the game industry all season long. Jeff Keighley will act as both curator and host for pre- and post-shows in a lineup that includes companies such as Bethesda, Blizzard Entertainment, CD Projekt Red, Electronic Arts, Microsoft, Riot, Sony, and Square Enix. Late spring and summer typically bring about a huge number of announcements for the game industry. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, however, this the year's biggest events, including GDC, South by Southwest, E3, and Gamescom, have all been restricted to online only or canceled outright. Unlike those conferences, which last a few days and rely heavily on in-person presence, Summer Game Fest is built to function as an all-digital event. Furthermore, it runs from May to August, making it the first gaming festival of its kind. Events will stream via all major channels, including Facebook, Mixer, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. As for details around specific events, publishers will handle those announcements directly. Platforms such as Steam and Xbox will also offer demos and trials of some games for a limited time. The Steam Game Festival Summer Edition is set for June 9th through the 14th. Quote, in these uncertain and challenging times, it's more important than ever that video games serve as a common and virtual connection point between us all, Keeley said in a prepared statement. SGF is an organizing principle that promises fans a whole season of video game news and other surprises from the comfort of home, end quote. Kyle, this is a, this is huge. This is a, literally Jeff Keighley going, listen, E3, not happening this year. Let's capitalize that E3's not happening this year. Let's put a dagger in the heart of this thing. Let's get everybody together. Right, mm-hmm. you're seeing names like Microsoft and Sony in the same paragraph, same sentence. That's yep. huge. It's huge. You yep. know, we're talking about inside Xbox just earlier in the show, just to, for shits and gigs. But that is going to be presented by Summer Game Fest, and it is a you a way for the industry to say, "Hey, look, we're united together to celebrate video yeah. games." And I think there's and- nothing better. What makes it even more exciting for me is that first splash image of all these developers that were on there. It said phase one. Yeah. So there's going to be multiple phases. And I think as you know, you're listening to the show because you love video games, you love PlayStation. We're talking about video games because we love them so much. The fact that we're getting a whole summer of cool new news mm-hmm. that makes E3 seem like preschool coloring on a coloring book. 
compared to like creating a Rube Goldberg of hypeness. You know what I mean? No, I can't. It's like it's it's insane. It's kind of what I've always said about E3. It's E3 is great, but it's literally a week and then there's nothing. Where now for the summer, you have all these developers, all these publishers going, okay, I got something. We can Mm -hmm. kind of take our time. We don't have to hit the deadline of June if we don't want to. And we can craft the message we want and then have Jeff Keighley present it for us. Yeah. And I think that's the, the the best thing about this is it's what I've always been saying. You get to pick a day where you're owning the conversation. And you're, mm-hmm. you know, again, we have this like little like flower petal moment of like everybody's friends and the industry's great. We're not competitors whatsoever. And we're all kind of banding together to celebrate games. And this mm-hmm. is the best way to do it. So you're owning, you're, you're owning the news cycle. You're you're and and this is very purposeful. Again, Jeff Keighley has a schedule of who's saying what on what day, so that Ubisoft may be saying something on Tuesday. It'll get all the news it wants to promote whatever game it's promoting on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? And then EA, uh, EA doesn't have to worry about you know scheduling on top of Ubisoft. Jeff Keighley will be like, oh no 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 no. Listen, Ubisoft has their thing on Tuesday. Come out on Thursday or come out the week yeah. afterwards and you'll own that that news cycle for yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is a way for, yeah, the industry not to just band together and say, aren't games great, but to also strategize together going, how can we optimize, lift each other up and not yeah. dampen each other's messaging? Totally makes sense. We're already seeing a bunch of this like today, really. Mm-hmm. There have been so many trailers and game announcements today on Twitter that have got me real excited. This isn't for everyone, and you laughed when I said this, but PGA Golf is getting a 2K game this year. Holy crap, that's huge for sports games fans like myself, yeah. and it's getting away from the Tiger Woods name and, and those games. Like It is going to get that 2K polish, which is why I love NBA 2K. The game called Ghost Runner. The yes. parkour-looking ninja game parkour, parkour. where you're just, like, slicing through people. It looks dope. Demo starting today on Steam for, like, a week or so. Mm-hmm. You can play the demo. Yeah. Uh, you have Mo- the Mortal Kombat additional story trailer or whatever it was, which mm-hmm. I didn't watch. You have fucking but Robocops like... in it now, dude. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, dude. They're just like, fuck it. We're embracing 80s, <laughs> 90s. Let's go. All the that's references. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I mean. We're getting all these cool video game things at a time where we normally didn't. Yeah. And, and if we're going to get that stretched out over months, they're it's not be intersecting. They're not overlapping. No. This is a choreographed dance we're seeing from the yeah. industry itself. Yeah, it's it's totally awesome to see. And with that, our I think first time writer in on the show Diaz two zero nine tweets at us with Sony being named as one of the publishers involved with Summer Game Fest. Do you do you not expect them to continue? their state of play format. What do you see uh, with Sony being there? Do yeah. they still stick with their state of play, you know, I guess showcase or do they go mm-hmm. with something different? What do you think? I, I think when I saw that logo on that splash image, my first thought was state of play isn't happening as, as a name. Uh, really? Just because I think I just because I think it's bigger than that. Okay. If we're talking PS5, I'm not saying State of Play is gone forever. Right. I think State of Play will again come back once PS5 is in its in its cycle, and we're getting games mm-hmm. and, and stuff out pretty regularly. I I just think for this event, it's not going to be State of Play. It's going to be like the future of PlayStation type thing. It's right. not. It's a, when I think State of Play, I think current. I think okay. like. But with PlayStation Five, I think that's way bigger, and for the future, yeah. like seeing what what's gonna what we're gonna be playing on for years to come. 
Yeah. Uh, I actually, I think, no, I think state of play stays the same. And I actually think the format's perfect because now you don't have to have anybody in their living room going, <laughs> hey, guys, guess what happened back in March? <laughs> and because incompetence ensued, here we are. It's just like, no, 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 no. It, you know, have that disembodied voice. People are going to understand it. And also, you still need to have state of play make sense. And so mm-hmm. as a branding thing, I think they're still going to keep it. Just like how, look, again, we keep on referencing Xbox, my apologies. But, like, you still see Xbox use inside Xbox, but it is being promoted as the Summer Game Fest. It's it's a little banner image. So no doubt you're going to see Microsoft, Bethesda, Sony go, hey, thanks, Jeff Keighley and the Summer Game Fest crew for having us here and then going along their day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, the splash image of, like, because of COVID-19, we're here and there's no loose, you know, loose reveal dates, that type of shit. So you're going to get one of the two and probably both where um, where they'll let you know it's a summer games fest uh, presenting. But this is state of play mm-hmm. because, again, branding, branding is important. Sure. And in uh, yeah, I, I think the only thing that really changes is when this was supposed to drop. That's really it. That's fair. And now, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life, and that's just a fact, and that's not fiction, has another question for us. If Summer Game Fest is a success, do you think it will be the final nail in the coffin for E3 and the ESA? I added that part in. Kyle, do you think this is the nail in the coffin if successful? Let me grab my hammer. I'll help. Oh, shit. (laughs) I I think it is. Like you said, everyone is going to get their chance to shine. Mm-hmm. No one's going to really be overlapping unless unless it doesn't really play out that way um, mm. in, in practice. But okay. I just think this is too good. I think just bring gaming and stretch it out and have a whole summer celebrating it. I think yeah. this is way better than trying to cram everything in in, in uh, three days. Yeah. it's it, Again, like there... I don't think I think E3 is going to evolve, but I also think the way that we present it is going to evolve. I there is a magic, you know, I, I say it all the time where like when I saw the first iPhone reveal and it was supposed to be a reveal for an internet communicator, uh, a widescreen iPhone, a uh, sorry, a widescreen iPod, a phone, we thought we were getting three things and then seeing Steve Jobs say that like six times over, and then the crowd was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait are you what?" And he's like, "Yeah, we're talking about one thing here. It's called iPhone." And having that audience reaction, that's what you want. You know, having mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves on stage that brings a certain of uh, a certain era of personality of of uh, of unexpectedness of mystery around these events and hype. And so I think mm-hmm. you do need them. I think they're though. Again, it's going to be different. I think there's going to be a time and a place for them. So I'd hate to say this is the nail in the coffin for E3. We'll have to see if how big of a success this is. But to me, I just think the way that... You know what? Long story short, E3's dead. But I think the way we're going to see <laughs> uh, companies reveal their games I, is going to change. I, I agree with you yeah. on that Long enough to there, but yeah. I, I still think the audience in the crowd for some of these Mm -hmm. is still special enough and i still think that will be part of a thing Mm -hmm. where they'll have a couple days dedicated to like playstation and xbox and for the fans to really like mini psx's and mini uh i forgot what the microsoft one is called yeah uh Um, it's on xbox xl 
XO. Yeah. Like, like during that week or two weeks in the summer um, as a way to get the fans in there. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think I think fan participation. I think that's what it's going to be at the end of the day. I think like I I think hopefully (laughs) uh, so uh, PlayStation experience comes back. XO is going to be the thing. And those are like the temple things. Because like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like remember when everybody loved The Last of Us and the SJWs didn't try to ruin everything? Uh, The Last of Us 2 reveal, seeing everybody slowly realize and freak out. Man, that's what you want in the games. Those are great moments. You don't want to ruin them. With that, Ringo writes in, or tweets at us, rather. Thank you again. Gang, thank you for writing your questions in. It really, really, really does help, especially in these times. Uh, Absolutely. They say, love the show. What you and Kyle hope... Oh, sorry. What are you and Kyle hoping uh, for... Or, sorry. Hoping for... this. ...during the Summer Game Fest? Keep up the good work. So, what are you Thanks a lot, Ringo. Yeah. Thank you. Um, My eyes went to one thing other than... (laughs) <laughs> Other than seeing PlayStation on that Phase One mm-hmm. list, very excited about that. My eyes started down to WB. Where's Batman? Where's that Harry Potter league? <sighs> Rocksteady, what are you doing? So like that yes. is. <laughs> uh, audio listeners, I just left. Um, I, I think I think WB is easily my most hyped mm-hmm. thing of yeah. that. Because what are they working on? Yeah. We saw a leaked video of this Harry Potter thing, and it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. We this Batman tease was how many months ago at this point? Yeah, like it is. We need to see some what they're going on here. You know, that's Batman. that was not English, but oh well. <laughs> Listen, you and me, man. <laughs> uh, times the flat circle, all that jazz, quarantine. Um, that we know Batman, we know Harry Potter, but then also what's Netherrealm working on? Because mm. they did say in a Game Informer interview, God knows when, uh, that yeah, they're working on something else. Yeah. It's not Injustice, it's not Mortal Kombat. So, what is what is Team B working on? Oh, oh man, that's exciting. Yeah, the Knights of Puppy, and we're about to we're about to breed this thing into full bred dogs, man. <laughs> So we don't know. We don't know, but we'll find out soon. And I think mm. it's this summer we're going to find out, man. With that, Kyle, let's talk about EA. And what's even crazier, this is how we know we're living in crazy times. We're not going to shit on EA. We're not? No. We're not. No. This is crazy. How the ti- how the turntables have turned. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the quote, but it is now. No, it's Eddie Michael Mc- Scott. He goes, he goes, so how the turntables Okay. <laughs> it's a long, awkward pause. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, By Eddie McCooch from GameSpot. EA comments on free PS5 and Xbox Series X game upgrades. <laughs> EA CFO Blake Jorgensen said during EA's earnings briefings that at least some of the company's titles will be available on PS5 and Xbox Series X through upgrades that won't cost extra. Jorgensen shared this information in remarks about the revenue that EA is, is expecting during the fiscal year. Quote, Note that this year the phrasing includes the effect of revenue recognition from the games we are launching for the current generation of consoles that can also be upgraded for free for the next generation, he said. Emphasis added. Uh, We've made a preliminary estimate of that impact in the phrasing, but it should be noted that this will not affect net bookings for the full year, nor cash flow, just the timing of recognition, end quote. Jorgensen didn't elaborate further as to how this upgrade scheme is going to work or what games will support it. This, again, Blake Jorgensen. Jorgensen? I don't trust this guy. 
He sounds like a robot when he talks, man. This sounds like he's a walking PR PR release, like a, like a press release. Like that. type in the code in his back, close the back panel, and <laughs> off you go. And then he's like, <laughs> Blake Jorgensen here. How are you? Yeah, like it's uh, it's robotic. It's uh, it's it is concerning. Like mm-hmm. I, I watched Terminator Dark Fate last week. Yeah, kind of thinking he's like a T nineteen. <laughs> it's, it's it's worrisome, but this one's all about greed. Anyway, Luke Lore writes in because effectively what he's saying here, uh, if you could break down the binary, is your Xbox One games will get upgraded to the Series X, right? Which is their smart delivery uh, that that Microsoft has been toting out, and similarly with the PlayStation Five. And this is a question mark that we've had since literally March, since Smart Delivery was announced. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said it then, and I'll say it now, it's a huge deal that Sony jumps on this. Because if their games are not, you know, simply just backwards compatible, I don't think it's going to cut it. If I have to buy Valhalla twice on PlayStation, if it comes out earlier for PS4, and then when PS5 comes out, I still got to pay 60 bucks or some bonus upgrade fee. Chances are I'm just going to choose it on Xbox because I can buy it once and it's mine. I never Mm -hmm. have to worry about it, right? Yeah, it'd be stupid for Sony not to have it. It would be stupid, and it would be something something to worry about because it's kind of tone deaf. But what we're hearing here in the computer speak is that, no, they're going to have a system in place. And Luke Lore writes in to kind of expand on that thought. doesn't matter if if PS4 slash PS5 is smart delivery or... Or is enhanced backwards compatible uh, acceptable? Is there a difference in your minds? Obviously, we'll find out for sure later. But in terms of marketing, is there a different message? Okay. Here is where this whole conversation confuses the crap out of me. All right, let's go for it. Isn't smart delivery just enhanced backwards compatibility? (laughs) Okay. Great question. Yeah, I, I understand a lot of PlayStation folks out here. We are kind of getting confused with cross buy versus smart delivery. So essentially it is, it is a gray area. <laughs> well, like, okay, yeah. let me, let me explain what I Please. think, what it is. It, it will effectively take your PS4 games or your Xbox one games. And then on series X or PS5, it will then in, it enable like ray tracing. And faster load times. And these things that can only be used on the new box right. and not the old box. So is that not just enhanced backwards compatibility? All right. So let me stop you there. What he's saying by enhanced uh, backwards compatibility is like when, you know, when you're playing a PlayStation 4 game on a PS4 Pro and it says Pro Enhanced. And yeah. what you get is just like the smoother textures. Sure. Yeah. That's what what he's saying is, oh, when you plug in, for example, because it's the only game that we know as of right now. But you know what? If we say Batman, we will it into existence. <laughs> if you put the new Batman game and you buy it on your PS4 and you put, take that PS4 disc, you put it in your PlayStation 5, you don't get the ray tracing. You don't get, like, I don't know, fucking Mark City collecting your ears. You just get the game playing as it would on PS4, maybe just smoother textures. So you don't get the 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 spinning rims on the shit, you know. Exhibit doesn't come out <laughs> and talk about how fancy this thing is. I get it; it's weird. So then, is happening. it then you're just getting? 
It's oh, just backwards compatible. You're not getting any real big enhancements. You're not getting a texture pack that comes with it that mm-hmm. gives you the the 4K or the 8K or the you know 120 uh, FPS. You're sure. literally just getting what what you got with the PS4 game for the most part. All right. I I guess that kind of makes a little bit more sense in my brain. Again, I'm not a dumb dumb when it comes to this. Give me all the good stuff. Give me, (laughs) give me everything extra because I have a TV that can handle it. But is it a big deal if PlayStation's like, nah, it's just backwards compatible? No, the big kit and caboodle. Yeah, I'm also in that boat as well. I don't think it's a huge. Okay. It's not the biggest deal for me. I'm still the gameplay is not going to change. Right. The the content of the game is not going to change. It's basically just how it looks. For me, I'm of two minds. Minus the loading. Yeah. Right? Like, for me, if Cyberpunk is... Uh, being real, uh, as a gamer to gamer, podcaster to... You know, this is my platform here. I got to say whatever the fuck I want. Sony says there's no smart delivery coming to PS5. More like the first six months, I'll get my third-party games either on Xbox or PC because I have a graphics card on my PC that can, that can handle it. So... For me, it's not the worst thing in the world because most of the times these games are going to be held back by the PS4, by the Xbox One, and we're not going to see all the capabilities of next gen anyway. So for me, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but I think it is important to say the least. And I and I do feel like if you're upset by PlayStation either doing or not doing it, but from what we see, they are doing it. Um, then that's your choice, man. I I can't I can't uh, you know lead you astray either way. So, yeah. yeah. Oof, what a topic. <laughs> what a topic. I mean, you also say that you'll get your third-party games that way, but mm-hmm. you, you're getting into the 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 uh, mindset of a trophy hunter. Like, yeah. those trophies, they'll be like, come on, Joe. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you got the couple. Now you Plus, want more, I bet. That That is a question hopefully we'll learn soon. Yeah. What does that system look like on PS5? Yeah. Are they changing how trophies work? But again, at the end of the day, it seems like everything is pointing in the direction that PS5 is having it. I just think at this point, though, Sony needs to start talking. And I don't yeah. I don't think we'll, you know, I don't think it'll be a surprise if like next week we're talking about PS5 stuff. You know, if yeah, they had a state of play, they need one by the end of the month because all the publishers, all the developers are like, we want to start promoting our games. And you don't want to hold off so long where they'll just start jump and ship to xbox or like nintendo mm-hmm. or something like that so isn't there a rumor june 4th there's a lot of first rumors, week of june there? right yes yeah, no to me it's just gonna make sense if it's if it's may because again yep. publishers developers they want this out um the june rumors and leaks i don't report on them because they're just yeah they're so finicky i think it's so sure. smart though they don't let microsoft have all the oxygen in the room you know i agree so mm-hmm. with that we're gonna know soon and yeah, from what everything has been reporting on, it looks like we're going to get smart delivery as well. Hopefully, and I'm going to be real with you, Sony could kind of translate it into English so that we can understand it as Sony gamers. Um, you know, if they just say, like they said with the Vita or PS3, where it's cross-buy, if they're like, it's cross-buy, yeah. then we'll understand that. It's English to us, and we'll just, just go without our day. Give us the game-sharing video of smart delivery. Yeah. Give us that, and it'll be great. And even if it's like, hey, if you buy this physical, there is a code that gives you the PS5 version or something like that. Totally fine with that, too. Like, as as long as you're giving me the options, I'm totally down on it. 
yeah I'm, I'm and and only it, like that code can only work if the disk is in the system yeah because then the, like people will just rip off the codes and yeah. whatever i, these, I these can't wait till some it. developer talks like message me in dm and is just like hey listen you know you're a fucking idiot right <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh uh, we know <laughs> well aware <laughs> <laughs> anyway kyle let's talk about things we actually have some i don't know knowledge and, in <laughs> and has been getting a lot of love lately yeah which man. is good to see let's do psvr it. news uh a bunch of these are a couple of these are on playstation lifestyle a couple of these i got from push square vader immortal comes to psvr this summer mm-hmm. walking dead saints and sinners out now mm-hmm. pistol whip coming summer 2020 and if you don't know what pistol whip is pistol coffee. whip is a kind of like an on rails rhythm shooter the quote from one of the developers says, you know how in action movie trailers they sync all the gunfire and fisticuff sounds to match up with the music? That's mm-hmm. what it feels like to play Pistol Whip. So that is what you're getting in Pistol Whip, which sounds amazing. Dude, it looks and fucking cool. It looks great. It, and then the last It looks one, like super hot and like Beat Saber had a kid. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is a game called Gorn, which mm-hmm. is out later this month, May... 19th yes may 19th gorn is like a like you can rip people's limbs off and beat them with a like it's like an arena like battle type thing love it uh which one of these games are you excited for because vader immortal i think we all know what that game is big oculus game you have a lightsaber the lightsaber is fucking fugly as all hell can Um, i be can i be real with this one yeah i guess why you look sad? This is only good things coming. Oh, out. usually, right usually right when we have a real talk moment, no, no, it's no, a harsh truth. This is, this is Kyle thinking shooting for the stars. Okay, right. Uh, this gives me hope for Half Life Alex eventually coming on a PSVR system. You know what also gives me hope for uh, for <laughs> Alex coming on a PSVR system? The what? next game we're going to talk about: Walking Dead, Ooh, Saints yeah. and Sinners, and it's out now. I hear nothing but amazing things about this game. Seeing the trailer, this is the one that I'm the most excited about. Actually, is Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners. It really yeah. does look like a, a almost like a full fledged game, just in PSVR. None of these experiences or watered down stuff. Like mm-hmm. you're doing some really awesome stuff in this game. So for me, I'm definitely interested in Saints and Sinners. What about you? Yeah. What What's the game that has uh, you the most hyped? Nip checked it, on. It's Pistol Whip. Mm-hmm. The, it's when I go to a, when I went to movie theaters, hopefully one day soon, <laughs> um, when a trailer sinks, like oh, mm-hmm. not even a movie trailer. Hold on. Stay with me here. Okay. Friends. The Punisher Netflix trailer mm-hmm. with Metallica's one, right? Where he's reloading the gun and it's yeah. to the drum beat and good. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like that is, it's a rhythm game. It's it, it's all about that kind of stuff. I I will play that until my eyes bleed because yeah. I've been in the v- headset for hours. And I think the like, elevator pitch, the elevator pitch is just fantastic. It's like, yeah, you're literally, it's literally a movie trailer. You're playing it. Yeah, dope. I I'm can't already wait. In. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Kyle, let's talk about also, the next. By the story. way, yeah, before we move on from VR, sorry, yeah. Whoa, Iron Man, where are you at? Right at this point, we have so many games. We, we have we have four PSVR games with dates. And like like the two franchises in there. Don't get me wrong, yeah. Iron Man's huge. I mean, Walking Dead isn't as big as Iron Man, but it's still a Star Wars. franchise. 
You got Star Wars, Vader Immortal. Yeah. That's huge coming out this summer. It does make me think, though. All right, Iron Man is definitely a summer release. I would hope so, yeah. and it, it's got me thinking. I think we said this last week or the week before, but like, you got to think there was a VR bundled headset with Iron Man. Yeah, and and you're gonna run into that problem. Are are you is gonna force people to choose that or PS Five? Mm-hmm. And like, most people are gonna go PS Five, and like, I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's very yeah. weird. Yeah. Let's talk Speaking about, about weird. <laughs> Fuck, you stole the segue. Let's get weird, Kyle. Uh, Joe Scrubbles from IGN writes, Cyberpunk 2077 will let you customize your genitals. I said that correctly, friends. The ESRB has published its ratings report for Cyberpunk 2077, which includes a new bit of information about the game's character creator. You can now customize your player character's genitals. Per the report, quote, Players can select a gender and customize their character. Customization can include depictions of breasts, buttocks, and genitalia, as well as various sizes and combinations of genitals. End quote. This would appear to be a part of CD Projekt Red's decision not to include a traditional gender option in the game, instead offering a really inclusive expanded character customization menu. Much of the report, which awards the game's an the game, an M17 plus rating, focuses on the adult content mentioned in the previous Australian ratings report, <laughs> including suggested sexual actions, extreme violence, and gore and swearing. Quote Players can encounter events where they have the option to engage in sexual activities with other main characters or prostitutes, says the report. These brief sex scenes, from a first-person perspective, depict partially nude characters moaning suggestively while moving through various positions. Some scenes contain brief depictions of thrusting motions. Other scenes depict a character's head moving towards a partner's crotch, end quote. Thank God my nieces did not decide to come downstairs <laughs> while I was reading that one. <laughs> hey, Uncle this would be this is a <laughs> this is one hundred percent a game I play once they're in bed. There's no way I can take a risk. Okay, that. okay, Arka. Yeah, real talk. Let's get to the brass bolts of this situation. <laughs> brass bolts, got it. Is this a little bit too much? In terms of like, we saw Rockstar come out with like the nut physics. Mm-hmm. And we were all kind of concerned of, like, is this game kind of getting ahead of itself in terms of the simulation instead of game? Uh, is this a feature that we really actually want in this game? For me, I don't necessarily need this from mm-hmm. a character creator. Mm-hmm. I think it's not really for us anyway. I think it's for those people that identify as trans mm-hmm. and, and want to really feel like the character is befitting themselves and how they see themselves and how they feel about themselves. So mm. I think it's awesome. They're giving an option to them, mm. but for us, I, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't need it. Yeah. Like I, I will spend very little amount of time on this yeah. from, from being awkward and, <laughs> and just like, curious. you're going to check, you're going to see how Joe, I, of course I'm going to check, <laughs> but like, I'm not going to spend super long on it. I heard what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, for me, it, I, I, I'm, I'm the same with you. It's, it's not so much like, it's it's immersing you in the character. It's immersing you in the world. It also, like you know, it's not like the horse nut physics because you're not gonna really look at it. I no. stared at those nuts for hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My uh, screensaver. It's yeah, exactly. I just see. It. But like for me, it's it's 
it adds a level of immersion I'm okay with. And yeah, I'm not going to spend any time with because I'm going to make my guy have a micro penis. Yeah. I, I think the, I think the, <laughs> cause I want, I listen, I want, I want to feel like me and I just walking around, you know, that's fair. That's fair. What I lack in I length, th- the females love my enthusiasm. <laughs> what can I say? I think the other thing is mm-hmm. the, the sex scenes thing is, is interesting. Cause we've always gotten, I think, I think of mass effect, right? I think of Bioware when oh. it comes to like sex and games, right. and, like they, they imply it like, like they go off screen. Right. We don't really see much, but here they're taking it to like the next level or like in GTA. Was it in GTA five? You actually saw the head movement. It's been so long since I, I played that game. I don't know. I think I think there's actually head movement because I remember. Oh, jeez. Okay. I remember playing the game and, and I was just like, "Hey, mom, <laughs> come in this room right here." And she's like, "Oh my god, what's going on? Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "And I remember these words till the day I die. How can she talk with you know all oh, that in her mouth?" <laughs> Oh no, it's Mama! Work. Bad bit. My my mom, she's a character. We have fun. Again, yeah. top tier Mother's Day oh. episode. My mom's the judge. You should check that out. Patreon.com/slash bad bit. It's gonna be a ton of fun. But yeah, no, I, I look fine. And if there's a trophy involved, you know I'm getting that platinum. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh. But cool, whatever you're into, people. I don't care. With that, Kyle, before we prepare the drop, let's do yes, something sir. special. Okay. okay, let's get the Last of Us trailer out here. Oh no, I'm not ready. Oh, you will be. You okay. will be. Let me take a sip of water again. So my eyes have tears to put out. Now, Kyle, it has just come to me that Sony right now is copyright claiming anything that has to do with the Last of Us. So we have to be really careful. So instead of us just dropping the trailer in the middle of the podcast and then getting a copyright claim and then, you know, who knows what happens afterwards. We get just a team of lawyers attacking us with books and stuff. Uh, What we're going to do is I'm going to count till three and I'm going to do a hard edit and you would have already seen the Last of Us Part 2 story trailer. So with that, Let's get Kyle's first reactions to this trailer in three, two, one. Joe. Yes. And we're back. (laughs) How are you feeling, Kyle? I'm like on the verge tears. Mm -hmm. Not quite there yet. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I know people are watching me. Uh But I I think my my biggest takeaway from this is obviously it looks freaking gorgeous. Yeah, I cannot imagine what it's going to look like on my 4K resolution TV. Uh-huh. Second thing, yes, is the facial animations take this game to a whole new level. Yeah, seeing that last shot of Ellie with like bloody face and just she's crying and she looks like she's scared and fear and anger just you can read all of it on her face and it's just. It's just graphics, man. Like, that's not a real person <laughs> doing it. Like, I mean, yeah. it is, but they're translating it to just ones and zeros. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Kyle. This, I don't know if I'm ready for the intensity of this game, honestly. Yeah. It's got to be it, fucking it, intense. See, seeing uh, seeing Joel with her with the guitar, I'm assuming he's teaching her how to play, like... 
And that's just a that's a callback from the first trailer. Yeah. Where she's mm-hmm. where she's playing it herself. Yeah. And uh Yeah. Man. Man, oh man. Boring trailer, right, Kyle? Yeah, okay. Whatever. You were telling me before we watched this. Yeah. How people are like fifty fifty on this, and I don't understand what that other fifty are talking about. I don't know either. This is one of the best gaming trailers I've seen. Yeah. Not just from Last mm-hmm. of Us in general, I just think in overall. And mm-hmm. this could just be because I just watched it, and obviously I'm a huge Last of Us fan, but that gave you everything. Yeah. That gave you action. They got You got to look at the workbench where you can upgrade your weapons. It looks just like a cutscene. It does not look any different from what the rest of the game looks like. Mm-hmm. You got some relationship stuff there with Tommy. You got some of the new characters in there. Man, this, this gave it all. Almost yeah. without the spoilers, thank God. But like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> June June nineteenth. Let's go. Let's bring Let's it already. Fucking go. And Which again, reminds me, I have to call Best Buy and ask if I can switch from store pickup to have it shipped to my house. Ooh, that's good. Now, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anymore as well because I have the in-store pickup. My question for you, sir: uh, Would you be buying this game digitally as well, or are you gonna wait? That's dangerous. If- if they can't change my collector's edition mm-hmm. to ship at home, I yes, I will buy this digitally. Um, okay. I yeah, I can't, I can't risk it. Can't, I can't risk it. Can't. With yeah. that, you don't oh need to be God. hanging on to anything. Prepare the I'm drop. Hanging on my emotions right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Each and every week. PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation onto the PlayStation storefront. The only problem is that there are way too many games to list off. So each host picks a game of their choosing and talks about why they're so hyped. Now, with that, since Kyle is still gathering himself, we're going to read Joe's pick. John Wick. Become the Baba Yaga. John Wick. Hex is a fast-paced, action-oriented strategy game that makes you think you strike like John Wick in the professional hitman of the critically acclaimed franchise. What was that? Uh, dude, the guy, uh, the, the 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 guy that uh, in John Wick. God damn it! He's also in Horizon Zero Dawn. He also, oh, yeah, okay, he, okay. He puts on a really the continental. The continental. Uh, no, no, no. He's a. Uh, He's the lobby The guy manager. at the front desk. The front yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because I okay. love how he says John Wick. He's like, John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. He has like this like awesome accent oh. to it. I can't even fucking put a put a finger on it. He's just like, John I Wick. Was still, I was still reeling from the trailer while you were reading it. Yeah. And then you did that. I was like, oh, okay. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Kyle, what's your pick, sir? Uh, my pick is a game that I was jealous that Xbox had for a long time. And it's finally on PlayStation. Suck Void it. Bastards. Forget everything you know about first-person shooters. Voidbusters ask you to take charge, not just point your gun and fire. Your task is to lead the ragtag Voidbusters out of the Sargasso Nebula. You make the decisions, where to go, what to do, and who to fight. And then you must carry out that strategy in the face of strange and terrible enemies. It's like a roguelike first-person shooter, where everything's randomly generated, uh, cel-shaded style. Yep. Uh, That was an Xbox-only thing, for I think, last year. Yeah. Around September or something. I think it's Game Pass thing, yeah. Yep. And now it's also on the Switch as well. PS4 and Switch, I believe. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Totally dope. Uh, Not a game for me, but uh, I can't wait to play Judd Week. 
So with that, Kyle, like- let's get into the Andy House of Snail Mail segment. Okay, you could write into this show via the Casa de Badman Discord server, or you could tweet at us at PS Trophy Room your questions for the show, and we answer them here, or we just you know litter it throughout the show, and it really helps us, makes our job a lot easier, and it really just I, I love seeing it every every time. It's like oh yeah, I'm not just talking into the void. People actually listen, and it makes me really happy. And I hope you're enjoying this episode as well. So with that, you could also write in. Pen a letter to Andrew House, send it to yeah. his email, or sorry, email, his his home address, and then I go each and every week to Great Britain. I swim there, I boat there, yeah. I fly there, I don't care. It's, it's crazy how you're getting around the travel laws in our current state of affairs. Who knows, man? Oh, man. Who knows? You have, like, the black subway card where you can just eat subways for free. It's just like, here, go wherever you want. Listen, I know how to get around, okay, without leaving a trace. And with that... <laughs> You know how many pieces of mail we found in Andrew House's uh, mailbox this week? How many? About this many. Three. Oh, three. Nice. Our first question comes from the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. Seamus getting a lot of love this episode. Dude, he had three amazing questions. They're all in here, man. So great. With Xbox showing some Xbox Series X gameplay tomorrow, do you think... (laughs) You know, you get like some PlayStation fanboys and be like, yeah, fuck Xbox. I'll just go. <laughs> I like that as a new like response to it all. I like it. Uh, do you think Sony needs to show PS5 gameplay soon to catch up? Do we need do we need to see something out of PlayStation? It's fucking me. I say are, are, are you talking first party PlayStation? I'm saying fucking anything. Like, Mark Cerny just uh, Well, that's what we're getting tomorrow, right? We're getting third-party stuff tomorrow. No, don't give me this push-square bullshit, okay, of, like, PS5 I... games are being shown on an Xbox 4. No. I mean, we're, like, Sony. You just want the have... blue background after the trailer. Yes. Sony. That's what you want. Yes. <laughs> when are we going to see that emblem? When are we uh, going to hear fucking anything, Kyle? Hopefully hopefully soon. Yeah. I want to I see whatever um, God's Fall is. I want to see more of that game. I would like to just fucking see what this console looks like. I, I would just that like too. again. Give me that pizza warmer. I the I, dev the kid thing. I have grown from jealousy to okay, Sony. Now you really do have to start talking because we are getting in the months where this starts to count. Like this yeah. is when your PR and your marketing starts spinning. Start fucking spinning soon. I would hope. Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. like eventually, it, we will see it. I do think we're going to see it sooner rather than later in some way, shape, or form because. Publishers are pushing them, so hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. soon. Our next question comes from Donnie, again from PSVG. Uh, he writes in, do you think we'll ever see a proper remake for The Last of Us, bringing it up to modern slash future gen standards, or are some things better left alone? Personally, I think all the standout defining games from any console should be periodically kept updated and available periodically oh sorry what did i say periodically yeah I'm you forgot stupid. the r yeah well, I'm, no, I'm a big idiot <laughs> kyle what do you think i think one day sure i think one day as well yeah but i Not want naughty so. dog to do it i don't want another studio to remake it sure. you look at resident evil capcom's handling that mm-hmm. final fantasy 7 remake what if Square it's like Phoenix. what if it's like blue point you know 15 years in, that's in the, fair the future yeah, you know, like totally with the Shadow fair. of the Colossus, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I, as long as people that you know understand that this is an important IP, it should be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't have any problem with it. Agreed. 
Kyle, I have one more question for you. Technically two. This mm-hmm. comes from Ray, our fellow patron of the show slash listener. Question numero uno. Okay, we got two here because we got along in the tooth. I just read the second question. I'm <laughs> really, really excited. Uh, how did it come to be that Andrew House got all your attention? It seems like such a random choice. It could have been Ken Kudaragi or even Howard Stinger. Why does Andrew House have to deal with the stealing of his mail? How did this segment come to be? Ray, what a, what a brilliant... I, okay, it's completely random. That's why it's funny. Because Andrew House doesn't work there anymore. I'm explaining the joke, so this is how... Yeah. All jokes, this is how it happens. Um, so, in my brain, what's, what's funny... I am stealing something from from PlayStation HQ. Okay, fine, kind of unbelievable, but whatever. What if the real joke kinda is kind of unbelievable? <laughs> kind of unbelievable. Just kind of. Just a little bit. Little... Listen, I, I I was born with a disease, and so now the eggs on your face, and you're gonna feel really ashamed when I step on the ground. It doesn't make a sound. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Trust me. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> I expect an apology. Uh, <laughs> hashtag cancel Kyle. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of sort of unbelievable, right? You know, me sneaking into HQ. But who knows, with all the leaks happening, very plausible. What's funnier is that I'm stealing mail from someone who doesn't even work at Sony anymore. <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't in some time. Who really, like, he's working at Nissan. Like, Ken Kudaragi's retired. You know what I mean? Andrew House is still doing something. And that's the thing that's funny to me. That's why we keep doing this segment. It's random. It should, it should, because like you're expecting it to be Ken. You're expecting it to be Howard, but it's not. It's fucking Andrew House. And I hate every time he does it. Or uh, even Sean Layden. Yeah, like, but that like, would have even made more sense. Yeah, but again, we don't even know what happened to Sean. Uh, no. Question number two. Who is the child that he's sometimes mentioned in the show when apologizing for explicit content or tell to cover their ears? <laughs> Tim Ulf's son, cover your ears. Uh, it's a, a listener, Tim mm-hmm, Ulf. Mm-hmm. His son listens to the show sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. All the time. He listens to the show in, okay. his, in the car when he's driving yes. his kid to school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I think Tim's like, you know, my son's like 15, 16. <laughs> so you like, but I'm always picturing Tim Wolf's son, who's not even like, I, I call him Tim Wolf Jr. <laughs> it's not even Tim Wolf Jr. But I'm, like, I'm picturing someone who's like five or six. Yeah. So, I, I've also pictured him, like, in, in a car seat yeah. in, the, in the back. <laughs> so we're talking about, like, like Cyberpunk 2077. Exactly. Tim Wolf's son, mute your ears. You know what I mean? I hope I hope one day soon Mm -hmm. we should do an episode with Tim Ulf and his son on the show. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) That's if patrons are good. Okay. Listen, gang, everyone. This has been the trophy room. A podcast made by the players for the players. Let me know if you like these episodes when I when I'm kind of, you know, loosening the tie and we're do we're being a little wacky. Please. Constructive criticism, don't be a dick about it, all right? But if you really like it, let us know and like be a dick about it. Be like, listen, you stupid idiot, you should do this more, and I'll keep doing it. With that, Kyle, uh, we're gonna protect your 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 account from all these crazy folks you, out there. You, 
you know where to find me if you want to find me. Exactly. You know where. Okay, and if you go you really know. work that hard, you're saddled. All right? <laughs> Unless you're like, I'm a listener to the show and I respect Kyle. We'll wait but for the 19th. Me saying that, I'm going to wake up in two days and somebody's going to be outside my house with a banner with all the spoilers on it. So instead of John Cusack with the boombox, it's exactly. just some guy with this giant thing. And he's not and he's not social distancing. With that, that's been the trophy room. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find this show's video version at YouTube.com slash Games. RSS feeds, you know the jam. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation.